Kamat Radio, wisdom for the ear from ancient Egypt. Pharaoh, ruler of ancient Egypt, brother of the Nacharu deities and son of Ra, the power of the sun. With Nakatuwa'a, strong arm, and Haka'a, authoritative utterance. The Pharaoh rises in splendor to bring Ma'at, what is right, to the Nacharu, protection for the people, and Anach Waja'a Sanan, life, prosperity, health, to the two lands. Join us as we delve into ancient knowledge to bring you great Pharaohs of ancient Egypt. Join me as we explore the Nasutu, the Papyrus Sedge rulers of Lower Egypt, and the Bitiau, the honeybee rulers of Upper Egypt. Close your eyes and inhale deeply, scents that will take you back through the ages to the mysteries of ancient Egypt. This great civilization was world-renowned for products pleasing to the senses, caring for the body, and protective to the skin. Years of research and testing were committed to reconstruct the most effective and luxurious bath, beauty, and fragrance products from ancient Egypt. Satya Nacharu, Sense of the Gods, Bath, Beauty, Aromas of Ancient Egypt. Find our products online at senseofthegods.com. The pre-dynastic period refers to Paleolithic times, circa 6000 BCE to just before the unification of Upper and Lower Egypt, circa 3100 BCE. However, archaeological evidence finds the earliest evidence of hominids Specifically, Homo erectus is found in Egypt dating back to 500 to 700,000 years ago. By the Middle Paleolithic times, 300,000 until about 30,000 years ago, Homo erectus was replaced in Egypt by a more direct ancestor. Homo sapiens neanderthalensis, 40,000 years ago, is when we see anatomically modern humans use tools in northern Africa known today as the Aetarian industry, and as modern genetics have revealed, interbred with the Neanderthals as they replace them as the dominant species in Egypt. Most of what we know about the era before the pharaohs is from archaeological excavations, which makes more precise dating difficult. The first settlements were placed along the Nile in what we now know is the Wadi Halfa, or Alliance Valley in Arabic, in northern Sudan. 40,000 years ago, and were semi-sedentary, that is, easily taken down settlements and moved for a hunter-gatherer population. Around the same time, at the oasis known commonly as al Karga oasis in Upper Egypt, hominins were entering what is known as the Aetarian period, a time in northern Africa when people began using stone tools. At the prehistoric site of Gebel el-Tir at Kharga, were found various sizes of arrow and spear points. Approximately 2,000 years later, between 42,000 and 32,000 years ago, the Kormusan industry was thriving in Upper Egypt and Sudan, 
with stone tools and arrow points of stone, hematite, and animal bone. Toward the end of the Kormosan industry, the first confirmed human skeleton in North Africa is found in Upper Egypt, at a site called Nazlet Khatar. The young male was carbon dated to 30,360 to 35,100 years ago, and was found with upper Paleolithic tools such as axes, blades, and other tools to process meat and leather. The Mesolithic era cultures in Upper Egypt and Upper Nubia grew and fell independently within no more than 4,000 years between 22,500 and 9,000 years ago. The Halfan culture is one that originates in Fayum Oasis from the Coptic and ancient Egyptian Pa'yum, meaning sea or lake, referring to Lake Moeris in Lower Egypt. Migrants from Fayum joined others in the Arabian Peninsula and invented nomadic pastoralism. It is believed this first group may have spread the Proto-Semitic language to Mesopotamia. The late Neolithic period, or New Stone period, is when peoples began sedentary lives around the Nile as they escaped the encroaching deserts that surrounded the region. Little archaeological evidence has been uncovered from 9,000 to 6,000 BCE in Egypt, but suddenly in circa 6,000 BCE saw Neolithic settlements beginning in different parts of Egypt, which biological morphology and genetic evidence attributes to migration from the Fertile Crescent of Mesopotamia. Lower Egypt saw settlements in Fayum, Merimde, El Omari, and Madi. Upper Egypt had settlements in Dertasa, Badari, El Amra, and Gerse. The cultures that grew from the settlements had built cities upwards of 5,000 people, and agriculture subsisted their growth. It was circa 4400 BCE that the culture that was named for the town of Nakada began its course to become the dominant culture in ancient Egypt. Divided into three time periods, the Nakata culture displays their intelligence with copper tools, trade routes to the oases between Upper and Lower Egypt, Nubia, Ethiopia, and the Near East, stylistic pottery, distinct burials, and most importantly, writing. Nakata I, circa 4000 to 3500 BCE, is also named for the Amaradian culture, for the site of El Amra in Upper Egypt, trade with Nubia, Ethiopia, Lower Egypt, Western Desert Oases, and Eastern Mediterranean are attested by trade good artifacts. Nakata Egyptians began using reed boats to row the Nile, and slaves were also evidence taken at this time. We also see cosmetic palettes made from animal motifs, and each city had its own patron animal deity. A pre-dynastic temple of Seth is also found at El Amra. Nakata II, circa 3500-3200 BCE, is named Gerzian, after the site of Gerze. While separated from Nakata I, Gerzian culture seems to have been unbroken from Amaradian. Though distinct, as it attempted to acculturate Nubians of the Amaradian culture and failed, we see significant influence of Mesopotamian culture on Nakata II, but little evidence of the previously attested so-called dynastic race or Mesopotamian ruling class. It is presumed increased trade occurring with by way of the Red Sea into the Near East, but it is also possible small migrations from Mesopotamia caused the influence. 
these migrations came from Mesopotamia through different wadi, which were valleys that had begun to dry up as climate change had turned previous regions into deserts. Proto-hieroglyphs are recognized on Gerze pottery. Grave goods are increased in this period, with imports of ivory, gold, cosmetic palettes, and the production of meteoric iron beads, which are the earliest found use of iron. Evolving into Nakata III, or the Semenian, also called the Proto-Dynastic Period, circa 3200 to 3000 BCE, a period of political unification when Upper and Lower Egypt was united as the two lands under one ruler, the Nasut Bitya, he of Papyrus Sedge, and Honeybee. This period of 200 years is marked by city rulers battling over dominance for the two lands. You can imagine skirmishes occurred more frequently, both physical and verbal. One need only look to the literature, myths, and legends to see how this was remembered. The city patron gods of Satash, or Seth, transitioning from agriculture to confusion and rebellion as the need arose. Horus, or Har, whose name permeated throughout the north and south in many different forms and stories. Secretisms of different deities as they formed exchanges and mergings within cities. The two lands were well-related culturally and linguistically, but still considered separate regions. Upper and Lower Egypt had grown culturally distinct from the land south of the first cataract barrier on the Nile, known today as Nubia. The two lands had to be united under one ruler. To date, the most evidence discounts clans of tribal rulers forming a dynastic succession. The rulers of Upper Egypt, known as Bitya, honeybees, with the white crown, resembling a bowling pin of today, while the red crown and lower Egypt rulers, the Nasutu, from the words Na, hieroglyph of water, meaning of, and Sut, meaning sedge, had battled at this time for supremacy. This is also a period named the Thinite Confederacy, which hypothesized that tribal nobles from Thinis, who had warred with Nahan, or Hierocompolis. At this point, there appears to be no clan or tribal rulers that band together. In the end, there was only one victor and one defeated. In Abydos are found burials by Upper Egyptian rulers, such as the Tomb of Scorpion, where the first Egyptian hieroglyphs are found on tiles. During this time, funerary tombs were more elaborate, with extensive use of Abydos as royal necropolis. Rulers used the Sarach, or Serek, a hieroglyph that represented the royal courtyard. This would surround the royal ruler's name. From graphical narratives, the rulership was one of conquest from Upper Egypt, vanquishing Lower Egyptian rulers. We also see the first evidence of irrigation in royal depictions. Sails were attached to boats, and thus saw further traveling on the Nile. The proto-dynastic period is divided further into two so-called dynasties though no corroborating evidence displays the interrelations of the rulers of the north and south during this period. In Lower Egypt, attestations of Nasutu originate to at least 3300 BCE. More precise dates are unknown, and sometimes can only approximate to the 300 years from the Nakata II and III periods. The first ruler for discussion is known as Har-Haju, 
Horus of the White Maces, also commonly Heju Hor, depicted on a clay jug from the limestone mine Trayu, or modern Tura, and another from Abu Zaidan in the northwest Nile Delta region, depicted Horus perched on a royal courtyard, or Sarakh, with three white bases within. A fourth Hodge mace is depicted on the right side. Toby Wilkinson and Yachim Call both believe that Har Haju was not in fact a pre-dynastic pharaoh, but rather a ruler of a small proto-state and instead would think of him as a king, ordained by God rather than a living Horus. However, Wolfgang Helk and, and Edwin van den Brink believe he can be identified as the ruler being depicted on the Narmer palette as being vanquished by the pharaoh Narmer. Dated to reigning approximately 3200 to 3175 BCE from a clay vessel inscriptions found at tombs in Tarkhan, Tura, and Tarjan in Lower Egypt and in Nakata in Upper Egypt, is Harna, commonly called Nihor, spelled N-Y, as linguists will place the Ya to make it more grammatically correct. His Sarach contains the hieroglyph for water, Na, which is a preposition meaning belonging to, making his name belonging to Horus. Ludwig van Morens suggests his name is Hunter of Horus, most likely based on the alternative grammatically correct spelling, as in the ancient Egyptian language Nya, or N-Y, means hunter. The existence of Har-Na is controversial, as several Egyptologists like Toby Wilkinson believe Har-Na is an alternative name to Narma. However, Gunther Dreyer, Thomas Schneider, and Werner Kaiser all find the human remains in the graves found bearing Harna in their goods predate Narmar. Harhat, commonly called Horhat or Hathor, is attributed as in Lower Egyptian Nasut from pottery vessels bearing his Sarach in pre-dynastic burials in pre-dynastic burials of the Tarhan necropolis. Egyptologists recognize the crude hieroglyph inside the Sarach as the forepart of a lion, pronounced ha'at, and means foremost or chief. This interpretation makes this Nasut the foremost of Horus, or Horus ruler. The next eight Nasutu are named as Nasut pharaohs in the royal annals of the Old Kingdom of Ancient Egypt or Palamro stone, also Cairo Annals stone, and refer to portions of a relief that depict Nasutu and Nasutbitu from the pre-dynastic to the 5th dynasty in the Old Kingdom. It is estimated that as many as 120 pre-dynastic rulers were inscribed on the fully intact stela. Beneath each sarach is the representation of a Nasut, ruler of Lower Egypt a seated man with beard and the red crown of Lower Egypt, known as the Dasharat, red crown. While no other archaeological evidence of the reign of these Nasutu are yet found, meanings of their names can be suggested through morphology, linguistical study of forms of words. Reading the stone fragment right to left, the first visible Sarach is badly damaged, 
with only the lower portion of the quail chick, who, or where, is intact. The next sarach bears the name of Saka'a, common name in Egyptology are Hesekiu or Seka. The hieroglyphs that make up the name of Saka'a are folded cloth and upraised arms. The latter holds a multitude of meanings and is used to spell a variety of words from spirit to bull. All hieroglyphic phrases that contain Saka'a refer to cultivating in crops. This idea of cultivation is the foundation of the establishment of the rulership of ancient Egypt. The pharaoh was primarily connected with the inundation and was responsible for causing the nutrient-rich silt to fertilize the floodplains where the crops were planted as displayed on the Narmar palette. Cha'a'i, commonly Chayu. This nasut has the hieroglyphs of a fish, Cha, and Iu, reclining bubalis. The cha'a is the oxyrhinentious fish, or momrus kanume, or elephant snout fish, is a freshwater species indigenous to several lakes and rivers in East, North, and Northeast Africa, including the entire Nile River system. It is carnivorous and feeds on animals in bottoms or benthos of their habitats. Though the cha'ayaf, though the cha'a fish, was held sacred in Egypt, it was in later periods when this was considered the fish to eat the phallus of Osiris. Eu, reclining bulbalis. The bulbalis is a genus of wild or semi-domesticated bovines that include the bison from both Old and New World continents. The horns were omitted in the hieroglyphs sometime in the Old Kingdom of Giza. Unlike Saka'a, there is little revealed through morphology. The closest relation with words beginning with cha'a is the curl of the dasharat crown. The other word that is a possibility is ta'am, to bend down in respect. However, ta'ayu may be the name of a settlement or region, as there is a type of beer named the same with only the beer jar and the plural lines added. For seated calf, additional search for the homophones resulted to Add words that not only ended in the seated calf, but also where the word is made from the seated calf, spelling and determinative. This was the case of iu, wrongdoing, and iu, lament or cry out. It is doubtful that a ruler would use the word wrongdoing in his name, but lament or cry out is a possibility if he was more warlike than his predecessors. Next inscribed on the Cairo Annals stone is tiu. The name is simply inscribed with the common alphabetic hieroglyphs of breadloaf, ta, and reedleaf, e, spelled i, and quail chick, wa, pronounced as a suffix, u. Tiu can be the word yes, but it is not spelled the same. Looking at it morphologically, the suffix u can also be a plural. The word titi is the same morphologically, and it is simply doubled t meaning to trample underfoot. I would theorize that Tiu can be Titi, and thus the ruler's name would suggest tramplings, which is often used in martial contexts. Chas, Chash, inscribed with basic alphabets of rope for tethering animals, Cha, and garden pool, Sha. Nothing morphologically is apparent to discover the meaning of his name, 
but similar in pronunciation is chas with the folded cloth sa, which means to sit. Na sakaa, he of the plow or he of sakaa. His sadah is inscribed with the hieroglyph water, na, and the determinative for plow. His relation is seemingly in relation to the earlier sakaa, but we have no corroborating records. Wa'ajbu, known as Wasner, inscribed with the papyrus stem, Wa'aj, and the barbus bini, or African barb yellowfish, found in North Africa and the Nile Basin. Wa'aj is found in words meaning fortunate, prosperous, or lucky, green, such as Wa'aj water, great green, or Mediterranean sea, or the green eye paint. Wa'aj papyrus stem also symbolizes the columns that make up a columned hall of a temple, with each hall representing the papyrus stems that Isis and Horus hid from Seth. The bluefish is found in the word for abomination. Finally, from the Cairo annal stone is mut, inscribed with the owl ma and the animal body with teats and tail tia. Mut morphemes are machanati, ferryman, or machanat, ferry boat and machatu, intestines or colon. Taking the hieroglyph separately, ma is from, out of, in, or with. Ta is also chat, meaning belly, or body of deities and men. Haruya, double falcon, is attested from multiple finds of his sarach with two falcons perched above. There are no other hieroglyphs. Egyptologists also refer to haruya as ju, or Nebui. Haruya's Sarach was first found inscribed on a jar at El Mehemdia in the northeast Nile Delta region. Also found in a tomb at Tura on a jar, as well as in the Sinai Peninsula, in Tel Ibrahim Awad in the eastern delta. In Upper Egypt, his Sarach was found in Adaima and Abydos, and even in the Palmahim Quarry in southern Israel. It is also possible that the Sarach of Haruya was inscribed on the Verso side of what is called the Libyan palette, which shows what may be towns or royal names with animals grasping above them. The last Lower Egypt Nasut, attested from the proto-dynastic period, can be found vanquished on the Narmer palette, now on display at the Egyptian Museum in Cairo. A man is depicted on his knees, his hair being grasped by the pharaoh Narmer, who is readying to smite him over the head with his hodge white limestone mace. The hieroglyphs for harpoon and lake are inscribed next to his head, which Egyptologists have pronounced as wash. He is believed to have reigned at Buto when they were the two cities of Pa and Dap. However, it is also believed that the Narmer palette is a sensational piece of propaganda, and thus Wash may not have been an actual person. It is also believed that this is a depiction of Har-Haju, due to the depiction above his head being reminiscent of his Sarak. Dynasty Zero was added to the proto-dynastic period when discoveries of Bitu, Upper Egyptian rulers, displaying pharaonic characteristics reminiscent of the early dynastic Nasut Bitu of symbolism and myth surrounding the rulership of ancient Egypt. Later, Egyptologists preceded a dynasty double zero, 
to differentiate the BTU directly preceding the first dynasty to an earlier dynastic rulership. Gahas, or Gazelle, is dated to 3250 BCE, but most likely did not exist. Known as Finger Snail, his hieroglyphs are from the Tomb of Scorpion in UJ at Umel Kaab in Abydos. His being a genuine ruler is highly contested, as it may also be a town that taxes were sent to Scorpion. Fish is also a contested Nasut. The fish hieroglyph is found on artifacts dated 3250 to 3220 BCE. Harpa, also known as Pehor or Elephant, has a reign dated between 3240 to 3220 BCE and is attested by an inscribed vessel with his sarach found at Kustul on the eastern bank of the Nile in southern Nubia, as well as the western desert near Armant. His sarach contains the crude hieroglyphs that resemble woven reed stool, pronounced pa, above what is interpreted by Egyptologists to be an elephant. Above the sarach is seated the falcon har, or Horus. There are three words in the known Egyptian language with the morphine pa, base for statue, the town of pa, or pe, and belonging to. None of these words have a determinative that even approximates what could be called the elephant determinative. Known only as animal, this ruler is attested by German Egyptologists and may not have existed. This is the same for the rulers stork, canid, and bull. There is little evidence these men existed and are likely inventions of modern Egyptologists. Considered the first Bitya of Upper Egypt is Scorpion, known by his Scorpion hieroglyph. His name could have been Waha or Sarak. He is believed to have ruled in Thines, and his tomb being UJ in Abydos, where his first known Egyptian hieroglyphs were found. Also found on the archaeological Theban Desert Road survey were inscriptions of Scorpion, depicting his victory over another proto-dynastic ruler, likely from Nakata. After defeating this ruler, it is believed Scorpion united Upper Egypt under him. Dynasty Zero has four BTU. Dynasty Zero has four BTU, attested to circa 3170 BCE. The earliest possible BTA, but highly contested, is Har Shan Masah, taken from his Sarak of Horus or Har, perching over a palace facade and within the crocodile determinative found in the words Masah and Khanatya, meaning crocodile, the later also being a crocodile deity, but also the words like Sakan, lust after, and Atyam, insatiable spirit. Beneath the loop of rope, Shan, which among others, the verb of being overrun by crocodiles. Egyptologist Gunther Dreyer and Edwin van der Brink noticed the coil rope as a shendu, meaning the subduer. As morphology of the hieroglyphs indicate, more akin to Horus of the crocodile army as a possible interpretation. However, the only evidence of his reign are the Sarach of Har Shan Masah, on seal impressions, and painted on burnt earthen jars in black ink, in tomb B414 in Abydos, and TT1549 at Tarkhan. It is theorized thus that Harshan Masah was a Bitya at Tarkhan, where the tomb attributed to him is found. 
broken mace head found at Hieronkompolis, so-called main deposit, displaying a Vitia in the Habsad pavilion, wearing the gold necklace of a pre-dynastic Vitya and the Dasharath red crown. Only one hieroglyph remains of his inscription, and it is either interpreted as crocodile or scorpion. A linguistical difference in the phrase brought from Lower Egypt, found on contemporary artifacts from the Dynasty Zero era, designated the crocodile Bitya as being the earliest in the pharaonic lineage. Har-Ara, known by Egyptologists as Erihor or Ro, with the hieroglyphs of the Horus Falcon, Har grasping a mouth in his claws, Har grasping a mouth in his claws, Ra. His reign was contested, as his inscriptions were not within a Sarach. However, we know from his successor, Ka'a, that his name is sometimes depicted without a Sarach. Alternative theories disputed his rulership with believing the bird hieroglyph to, was a swallow instead of a falcon, making it Ara-War, Great Mouth. Others believe the inscriptions in his Abydos tomb was alternatively companion of Horus, or property of Horus, supporting the reign of Ha-Ra, where the size of his tomb, being contemporary with Ka'a and not Amar. Finally, an inscription found in the Asiatic side of Egypt in the Sinai laid rest to the controversy that established Ha-Ra as a Bitya. The inscription displays hieroglyphs, indicating the name of Ha-Ra next to a Sarach, clearing the place of the foundation at Inabu Hajj, the city of Memphis, said by Menetho to be founded by the first pharaoh, Menes. This indicates Ha-Ra as a predecessor to the Nasutbitya of the first dynasty and began the plans for the first capital of unified Egypt. He is also known as the first historical figure that we know their name. Succeeding Ha-Ra is generally known as Ka or Sekhen. The precise meaning of his name is not confirmed. His Sarach has Har perched above and sometimes not perched above, with the hieroglyph inside of two arms grasping outward with the thumbs. There are two hieroglyphs that match this configuration. First, the hieroglyph for Ka, the spirit or bull, among others. The other, Sakhan, to embrace, with the arms curved inward. He is the most attested pre-dynastic pharaoh, other than Narmer and Scorpion II, with artifacts spanning the south in Upper Egyptian Adaima, Abydos Necropolis, several pre-dynastic settlements in Lower Egypt, even as far north as Telod in the southern Levant. Also found at his burial site is the first evidence of the name of the wife of the Bitya, his wife Ha, but also the earliest known queen in the world. Our journey ends with the last Bitya to pre-dynastic Egypt by his hieroglyph of the scorpion. He is most known by the scorpion ceremonial mace head found at Hierakompolis, picturing the Bitya wearing the white crown of Upper Egypt, panther belt buckle, shoulder sash, and pharaonic kilt, and even false beard. He carries the hoe, and it is presumed he is carrying out the sacred duty of a pharaoh and digging irrigation canals to widen the effects of the Nile yearly flood by depositing the nutrient-rich silt further into arable lands. Behind him, a servant carries a bundle of wheat to seed the floodplain. Above, standards of deities in the form of animals are carried by servants of the falcon Horus. 
his brother, the animal Seth, god of male virility Min, or Manu, the falcon Nemetine, the vulture Nekbet, the cow Bot, and the wolf jackal Wapwaut. This is depicted as well in the Narmer palette. Small ivory tags display the scorpion holding different hieroglyphs, denoting different districts, or other hieroglyphs that may be have a or other hieroglyphs that may have a more grammatically organized meaning. Other inscriptions have scorpions succeeding a six or seven leaf floral design that was used from Dynasty Zero and One, and again at the end of the Third Dynasty when it fell out of use. It is believed that it could be a badge of a district governor or nomarch, but still debated. Another depiction of Scorpion displays he wrestling two lions. Clearly, the continued Mesopotamian influence from Nakata II era long established by trade routes. Within the reign of Scorpion II, saw increased Mesopotamian influence in tomb architecture, import goods, and the use of cylinder seals, bead collars, and tools. While the exact burial of Sorpion II is unknown, likely candidates of B-50 at Umel Kab near Abydos, and tomb HK-6-1 at Hierakompolis, the latter of which was found the ivory tags. The establishment of the Pharaonic deities are a culmination of thousands of years of human effort and settlement, the labors of which gave birth to He of the Sedge and be ruler of Upper and Lower Egypt, the Nasut Bitya, and the establishment of the two lands, which will be discussed next time. As with the pharaohs, may you have Anach, Wajah, Sanab, life, prosperity, health. Great Pharaohs of Ancient Egypt is a production of the Kamat Radio podcast channel. Find us online at kamatradio.com. K A M A radio.com Subscribe to our podcast at all major podcast distributors. Kamat Radio is brought to you by Kamat, reconstructing ancient Egyptian culture. Find Kamat online at reconstructingancientegypt.org Kamat Radio Wisdom for the ear from ancient Egypt.